this is Ben Coda and welcome to Lowering the Tone. Happy New Year guys. Hope you had a good Christmas and New Year's. I have got an hour-long mix of some slightly deeper than usual techno tech house with a bit of an old school flavour. Um, some new Nanofix music in there too. So um, yeah, stay tuned, have a listen and let me know what you think. Also coming up is the long-awaited interview with my Nanofix partner in crime, Chris Williams. And we talk about a whole load of stuff, including how to get gigs at festivals, his background in promoting, uh, marketing, genres, music genres, and we answer quite a few of the questions that were sent in. So big thanks to everyone who sent in a question. Um, we didn't get through all of them, but we got through some of them. So um, take a listen. And as usual, please like, comment, share, let us know what you think, and we'll, uh, we'll look forward to speaking to you. shout outs to give first up a massive shout out to mark meet katie for letting me take the reins again and also uh, i've got to give a huge huge thank you to the people that have made donations to us so these guys um, allow us to carry on doing this podcast advert free um, so tony ramirez thomas beryl ian snedden andy waller and barney waters big up guys thank you very much and if there's anyone there who enjoys the show and you want to contribute and help out um, you can just head to loweringthetone.london. Um, there's a subscribe page and anything is appreciated. So really appreciate your support, guys.
and you're listening to Lowering the Tone. Now you may have noticed that me and Mark had a track released just before Christmas actually. Our track Just Quiet, which has sort of been floating around for a little while now, but we got up into the top 20 on Beatport. Um, So I want to say a huge thanks to everybody who bought the track. There's also a remix comp. So there's just a few weeks left on the remix comp. Uh, It's going to end on 20th of January. Um, And for more details, just go onto our Facebook group. So type in Lowering the Tone on Facebook. um, And all the info is on there and all the crew talking about it.
chat to anyone just come along and have a chat to us on facebook we are there and we will reply um, any comments or any topics you want to talk about are welcome
coming up over the summer it's filling up quite nicely for me and for nanoflex um, i can't really announce too many of them at the moment but the big one that's coming up in a few weeks time is rainbow serpent so me and chris from nanoflex are off to oz and we talk about that a little bit later on in the interview too we're really looking forward to that uh, just before that we've got a double header in one night so um I'm off to Sheffield to go and play at Planet Zog, and Chris is off to France. So we're doing two Nanoplex gigs in one night. Um, lucky the two of us. And there's quite a few Ben Coder gigs coming up. Um, again, I can't really announce them yet, but keep your eyes peeled. They will be announced on my Facebook page, um, first of all, and on my SoundCloud.
Massive release schedule lined up, which we're very excited about. Dom Neurodriver and Mark have got a track coming out called Imagine That, which I'm also going to be doing a remix of. So um, keep a listen out for that one. And my track Fallout is coming out towards the end of the month. That's got two different mixes, got a prog mix and a swamp tech mix. So um, yeah, it gets a bit down and deep and dirty, that one. 
For more information on this podcast, go to laureentone.london. working on my album still and it's coming along quite nicely it's gonna um, it's gonna really take shape over the next couple of months so um, again keep your ears peeled for previews of that
Shout outs as well. Obviously, give a big shout out to Chris. Um, we got there in the end, mate, and it was, uh, it was a pretty cracking interview. Shout out to Geo, Graham Geo. Yes, we did drop it down to minus eight decibels and more, mate. And um, and also to Charles, Charles Audley. Um, looking forward to catching up at Rainbow, dude.
give a big shout out to Dan Van Dahl, our video genius, um, and Matt Miles, our awesome graphic designer too. Um, you guys are you guys are wicked. It's a remix of a track by Magic Man and Briska called Modern Love. And I emailed Magic Man, it's one of my favourite tunes, I emailed Magic Man and asked if I can do a remix and he sent me over the parts. So um, that's up on SoundCloud now. It's not going to be coming out unfortunately, but you can uh, go up there and have a listen to it. It would be great to let me know what you think.
other big release that's coming up is the Nanopax Uncut Expert EP, Weird Name, Weird People. And that's a free tracker that's coming out on Iboga Records, and that'll be just before Rainbow Serpent. So we're looking forward to testing those out when we get there. We are also working on a remix for Grouch, who's one of my favourite artists. So it's been a real honour to, to be able to remix him. Um, look out for that one coming up soon as well. So don't forget, if you want to find out a tracklist for this mix, 
Um, go on to loweringthetone.london and hit subscribe. Tracklist will be sent out to all subscribers. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I've taken it a little bit deeper this time into something with a little bit more of an old school flavour. But please do like, comment and share and let us know what you think. And stay tuned for my interview with Chris Williams. Again, if you've got any questions for us or you want to talk about anything in the show, then just drop us a line on the Facebook group and we will uh, chat to you there. Till next time. Exclusive. So we're here, finally, after um, a bit of messing around with a GoPro and um, a few issues with camera rotations. Um, so uh, yeah, welcome to our live feeds. <laughs> we are recording, I'm here, uh, it's Ben Coder, uh, and we're here with Chris, my partner in crime from Nanoplex, um, and Mark is also here. So um, we are streaming this live on Facebook through my phone. So apologies if the picture looks a bit crap or um, there's any issues with anything. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, we, we did try and do it through a GoPro, but the GoPro didn't work, unfortunately. Um, so if you've got any questions as we're going through, Mark is um, going to be sort of moderating them. Um, so feel free to ask. Just whack them in the comments. Um, and um, yeah, please share it, like it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. hopefully um, we can get some good questions, a bit of good discussion going. We see, Chris, you're looking hyped up over there. I'm really happy. Are you happy? Yeah. Why are you so happy? Because I've been fucking about doing this for the last <laughs> Yeah, right, well, we got there in the end, mate. We got yes. there. Yes. Okay, so, um, and also, we're, we're doing this again, because last time we did this, we had some issues with, with uh, volume levels, so, but hopefully this should be a better interview, I would have thought. Yes. We should hope so. Yes. All right. Well, let's start where we're starting. So, Chris, yes. um, maybe we can go back to uh, back to back to the beginning. Back to the beginning of time. <laughs> well, okay. So let's talk about um, where we met. Where where did we meet? Glade. Yes, Glade. Twenty twelve, twenty eleven. I believe it? so. Yes, somewhere around then. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Uh, it's been about met, four and a half years. A mutual it? friend introduced us. Yeah. Um, and we uh, we hooked up and found that we've got a sort of uh, mutual love of the same sort of music. Yeah. That one thing led to another, and we um, ended up in a studio around July. That was before Nanoplex, though, wasn't it? So that was like you yeah, know, years ago. Ben Hoder and Ipcris. I was days. before I was born, actually. Before you were born. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I was doing. <laughs> well, so Nanoplex existed before you were born. Yeah, essentially. Did your dad invent it? No, oh. oh, but I don't know. It's all it's all a good right. question, but you know, then I was born, and then things happen, yeah. and you grow up, and then ne next thing you know, yeah, none of it's You're fucking around in fields, playing at festivals, <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, you don't really know how you got there. And then you're fucking around with a GoPro for two hours trying to get it working. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, uh, Nanoplex was born. Um, and then we're on to our second album now, which has done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Really enjoyed working with Iboga, which is yeah. our, you know, our, the, the label that we're on at the moment. Yeah. And uh, who will be on with for quite some time, I think. So yeah, uh, we're, we're looking forward to much. Yeah. The future with them, really. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, um, so. Bang on. 
Bang on. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, I, I suppose we can probably just jump into some questions, really. So, um, let me have a think about this. So, I, I, one, one question I wanted to have a chat with you about, um, and it's about your kind of involvement with Noisily and stuff like that. So, Oh, jolly good, yes. I yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. What, what's my, what do you, what, what's the question? Well, the question is, how did it all get started? So I know we we have we've sort of spoken about this. Oh, my involvement with Noisley. Yeah. Well, I say it, it, it all sort of started back in 2013, really. Yeah. Uh, well, I suppose yeah, 2013. Mm-hmm. I was involved with a, a festival called Pearl Festival, which yeah. some of you may or may not know about. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like a UK festival that was sort of intended. It was filling the gap with the well after Glade finished. Left, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was, you know. I, was, I ended up working for them in the market, marketing capacity yeah. and doing various lineup bits and bobs. Mm-hmm. But anyway, one thing led to another and uh, the week before that festival was due to happen, it unfortunately, well, the organiser of it... Didn't there was some mismanagement of, of, of finances and funds, weren't yeah. there, I think, yeah. Of the yeah. Uh, guy that ran it and yeah. uh, one thing led to another and it ended up being cancelled, which yeah. you know, I was quite distraught about at the time, yeah. as was about 3,000 other people because yeah. we'd sold more than enough tickets. It event. was going to be good, that. I mean, it's going to yeah, be I mean, Who knows there. what happened to all the money from it? But um, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's a mystery to me. Didn't that get swallowed up by another festival that he was doing or something like that? Yeah, something it? like that. Yeah. King Kong, man. Right. <laughs> um, the next thing you know... it. it I, I rolled down to Brighton to have a meeting with my good friend James, who runs one of the um, Liquid James. Yeah, Liquid James, one yeah. of the one of the guys directors of Liquid Records. Yeah. And, uh, we just had a sort of summary. Sort of, I, I really wanted to put on an event myself. Yeah, I sort of grew, after being distraught for two weeks, I'd grown some passion inside me. And uh, the next thing you know, I was sort of down there talking to him because I wanted to thought James would be a really good person to work with, and it's yeah. proven to be so. And uh, but I sort of wanted to carry on doing what I do, which is like lineups and marketing. Uh, and I wanted somebody, you know, who's a bit more experienced and good at dealing with the financial side of a, an event. But you guys were going to put on um, an event on your own, weren't you? That was sort of yes. the original plan, wasn't it? So, so what, I remember we were at that Guildford, the, the um, Elixir of Life mansion party, and we had a chat about it on the hill after we'd done our first ever Anaplex show there. Yes. We scraped together like an hour's worth of tunes. Yes. Um, we just about had enough of... of yeah, had enough music, um, and we spoke about it. And you know, you, I mean, everyone was really disappointed about Pearl, but you were kind of like, you know, getting set to do something. But then, I don't know. You kind of the the noisy thing. That, I mean, they've been going for what a couple of years before then. And yeah, yeah, it's about six, five, six hundred people event. I've been to yeah. a few of them. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, one thing led to another. Me, me and James started to approach venue people that sort of. Uh, had land venues, yeah. potential places we could do our event. Yeah. That was, we sort of come up with the idea of. Yeah. And uh, we approached, I think there was a phone call between James and Charles from Noise Lee. And yeah. uh, one thing led to another. And uh, we ended up, uh, I, I don't really know the exact detail of it, but what we, we ended up joining forces with yeah. uh, uh, the guys from Noise Lee. Because it, it was just one stage to start with, wasn't it? Yeah. So they yeah, weren't, they they weren't that, yeah. they, I think they weren't, weren't going to do it anymore. Yeah. Basically. And, uh, yeah, sorry, I'll stop fiddling with him. <laughs> um, we weren't going to do it anymore, and uh, they weren't going to do it anymore. And, uh, we, we, and it all kind of came together. It right? all came together. And, then, and so, so you bought the liquid stage, the noise. Liquid you? stage, yeah, you know, yeah. some financial stuff, and yeah. just generally yeah. me to do the marketing. Yeah. And they already had a really good team like, yeah, who yeah, really yeah. sort of 
no up and coming production yeah. outfit. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're we're all together putting on an event. And, and that uh, was three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, three First years one ago. Of those. And uh, the next thing you know, Bob's your uncle. Bob is your uncle. Bob is your uncle. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and we're off and running, so yeah. it's good. It's good. I'm cool. enjoying it. Yeah. I'm very passionate about it. So we'll see yeah. where it goes. It's looking good so far this yeah. year. We're I about mean, to launch t- Monday, 11 a.m. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. And I have, I, have, I have seen the video and I have seen the lineup. Yeah. And it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. I've got, we're, I've got we're, to say, it's we're a step, up a level. It's a step up. Um, there's, some, there's some pretty cool names on that lineup, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Revealing nothing. Yeah, Very. revealing nothing. Yeah. It's great. So Monday, yeah. should find out about it. Yeah, um, sure. So... Um, I mean, going off from noisy, I mean, this, I, I, I kind of, I know that you probably get questions about this all the time. Um, and you probably get messages in your inbox all the time about this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple. Just a couple. Yeah. But say I was like a DJ who wanted to play it noisily, mm. which I am anyway. Yeah. What would be the best way to go about it? Probably not to send an email to, uh, our inbox in yeah. on Facebook and yeah. probably not to send an email to me. Yeah. And probably not to send an email to our info at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it just doesn't work like no. that. I mean, far, I mean, this is kind of like a wider industry question really, isn't it? Because this is like kind how, of how to apply, how to, a to, how to apply to a festival. Yeah. Well, my advice is to get to know people. Yeah. And to be friends. Yeah. So you can actually come along and build, hang out building and like, relationships. Yeah. Coming to noisily. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. coming in a, in a playing capacity. No, comes a punter. No, and get yeah. to know people. Yeah, and get a, and and you know go to events in London. Go to events all over the wherever you you know wherever you live. Yeah, and network. Yeah, find out who the people in the know are. Find out the people who push the buttons are. Yeah, because obviously you, you, become mates with them. You've got to have as you know as a DJ or producer, you've got to have something already to offer so you've probably got to have some music out there or make sure you've you're ready make sure you're ready absolutely i mean if you've like not released any music or you've done nothing then there's no point really so getting two, in touch with a huge festival like that and kind of going there's two avenues in basically yeah. you either start at the very ground yeah you start putting on your own events outdoor parties do it wherever it may be in your yeah. little pocket of the country yeah and you build up your own following and you do it that way, yeah. and eventually you'll start being you'll you'll become part of the scene and that's kind that of network. What you've done, so I mean, we'll I get did. into that in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Or you get really, really, really good at what you're doing. Yeah. You spend ten years locked in a studio, studio like what I've done. Yeah. yeah. Working <laughs> at it. Yeah. And then you come in that way yeah. by by by, yeah, by yeah. working hard. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, I found kind of there's a difference between going local and international as well. So like. In, in a way, you can kind of miss out on the grassroots bits and sometimes miss out on getting in on the, the more local festivals, even if you're putting music out there and stuff. So yeah. I kind of had to rebuild myself locally after I'd, yes, you know, released absolutely. a lot of music and got, got my name out there already kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, you know, you built yourself up from the grassroots with what you've done, yeah. which we'll get onto in a minute, and like that's another way in. But yeah, so so you don't think just chucking emails no. and messages. No, I don't. I don't know any festival in this in, in, yeah, in, in the, the world no. that... No. Really picks anyone from doing that. No. It's no. not going to happen. No, exactly. exactly. My advice, build relationships. Yeah. Um, make friends. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. get good at what you're yeah. doing. And then yeah. eventually, your yeah. your head will poke above the... Uh, the, the parapet. Yeah, I was going to say that, actually. Or, I did, did, I you said out. para or parapet. Was it? Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> they're going to have a fight with some Power Rangers. Yeah. And eventually, after you fought the Power Rangers and yeah. won... Yeah. Uh, your 
Undefeated He-Man. <laughs> He-Man's not in the Power Rangers. I know though. he's not, but I'm putting together a <laughs> right, scenario. <okay>. Right. <laughs> Okay. A scenario of 80s well, do you know sort what, the of the, the cartoon-based I, I mean, I'd say I'm, I, I want to the, the dance music industry is almost as complicated as that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you've got. It's like being in the Transformers. It's like being in the trenches. You got you there one minute, and yeah. someone looks a certain way, and the next yeah. thing you know, there's something else completely different. They've they've changed. They've changed. Yeah, yeah, they have. And that's it. That happens quite often. Transformers. Everyone's <laughs> the dance music. Industry, there's an analogy Producers for you. Producers in disguise. There's an analogy well, for you. The dance music scene. I like that. Is like Transformers. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Or just Transformers in general. Well, no, yeah. I think that Transformers were better than they were before the movie came yeah, out. Yeah, so basically, yeah. there you go. You've got people and they've all got different hats and they wear them yeah. at different times. Yeah. And you've got to know... You've got to be a robot in disguise in the right way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Perfect analysis. I like that. don't send random emails unless you've got something really, really good to offer, I think is probably... Yeah. And get out there. Get just, networking. Just don't send them. <laughs> just don't send them generally. We'll come to you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, cool. So... Let's get on to you, because I know you like talking about you, Chris. I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean, I'm not going to go into the questions here, because, you know, I genuinely want to know about you. Oh. Uh, I know. I well, know have you never asked about... me? You should have done by now. <laughs> I've heard about <laughs> it. I'm going to stand and sit next to you, fucking long, long enough. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you can sort of tell by the way you wear your hair that you weren't necessarily into dance music originally were you no so in the 90s what kind of stuff were you into you know well what happened was it was 1993 or 4 yeah and there I was yeah I think I went to a really good night down in uh, Gravesend uh, yeah I think it, it was down yeah. in a place called the Red Lion Graves a legendary dance music establishment right and uh, so that's when you're in the mid-teens sort of thing 14 right. yeah right okay I definitely shouldn't have been there no <laughs> Right. There's probably some friends listening to this, and I, in fact, I know there are. Who were there? Who were there with me who shouldn't right. have been there either. Right, okay. But anyway, there you go. You queue up at the door, Fiverr. Fiverr? Fiverr to get it's in. It's quite expensive, though. Yeah, Fiverr, and then mm. I think you've got a gram of speed thrown in. Free? Yeah, right. with the Fiverr. Right, okay. Um, that's, not, that's not so bad, then. No. no. It's quite a good deal. And the next thing right. you know, you are raving. Yeah. In a basement. What were you raving to? Techno, tech house, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Early doors. But anyway. Yeah. One week later, yeah. I found myself back at the same venue. Yeah. And I went to a jungle night. Never again. See, that put you off jungle forever, didn't it? No, I mean, it, put, well, it put me off dance music for five years. Dance music? Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't listen to it, really. Yeah. Bit of Orbital Underworld. Apart from that, no. Yeah. So I basically groomed this Britpop haircut. Anti-dance music haircut. Yeah, anti-dance yeah. music. Anti, yeah. I became a bit of a Britpop kid. Right. These things happened. Because there were a lot of them around in the 90s, you know. I mean, yeah. This yeah. was trendy. Well, you know, <laughs> some might argue it still is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It you know it comes in and out it's three hair. times every. It's ten- more than I've got. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I feel like I've I've done all right compared to the rest of the people in this room. Yeah, I mean, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> can't see Mark, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I can see I can see my reflection in his head. <laughs> <laughs> and and also and also the guy sitting opposite me. Yeah, I know. Well, you can you can see the reflection in my head if you look yeah. enough. Yeah, so we're good. Um, so then, so then from there, I mean, what, what was your sort of like dance music awakening? Like, where where did it all kind of go from there? Uh, 
Because you definitely got into dance music. Yeah, I tell you, so well, I obviously. Hope so. Well, I hope so. Yeah. No, do. I don't like it. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Yeah. It's all a fucking accident. <laughs> <It's just bollocks. laughs> You're a robot in disguise. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> I don't even like it. <laughs> now, what happened then? Come on. Oh, right. No, it's about yeah. 99. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, no. I've, I've, I was basically roomed with the guy who just come back from Goa. It's like 1998. Yeah. Uh, from Patrick and the. Uh, yeah, he, he brought a load of records back and, uh, you know, some really early stuff, like yeah. Extreme and Lucigen stuff. Yeah. Well, I wasn't overly into it when he first played it to me. I started to get into it. Yeah. And um, basically what happened, well, we got to Glastonbury 2000. Yeah. The very first year the Glade yeah. ever appeared at Glastonbury as a sort of, I think Steve Hiddage sort of pushed Mike Levis into doing it. Um, yeah. Steve Hiddage from System 7. Yeah. And he uh, essentially um, wanted uh, an underground... Re- the, an under- a dance music venue at Glastonbury that re- yeah. represented the underground elements of the dance music scene. Okay. So I was there on the Saturday night yeah. and uh, Hallucinogen was playing. Yeah. I think I was pretty cosmic at the time and uh, the next thing you know, Bob's your uncle. I'm so that was, that was the Glade though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the Glade, the first Glade, the, yeah. the first time that they'd had a psychedelic session yeah. on the Glade. Yeah. And uh, there I was. Having, having raving away, away. raving away. So it was hallucinogen. Yeah, that and then the next it. thing you know, yeah. I think around that same time of time, there was a really like big outdoor party scene in Kent, just yeah. sort of bubbling under, and uh, yeah. a lot of the liquid connective parties were starting to form together. Yeah. Right? A lot of young people my age, yeah, all going to these parties in Kent and Forest, and it ended up being yeah. like you know thousands of people going to these things. Yeah, but you were you were putting those on. No, I wasn't involved so much in those liquid ones. Okay, I, I came later. Right. Right, and but your party was called Omniscience. Omniscience. Yeah, yeah. We, we were like a collective. Because I've heard you described as the godfather of the Kentish trance. Well, so. I don't think that's entirely true. I mean, it was a it was a young raver who described you as that. Yeah, he, he might he might have been a little bit sideways, but yeah, no, you know, maybe whatever. maybe you are. No, no, you don't think you are. I think the influence a lot of a lot of them came from my friends Ross and James. Yeah, and did Liquid. Yeah, uh, I think they certainly have a lot to to answer for. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, yeah, we, we we sort of ended up... I ended up doing some outdoor parties around 2004. Yeah. Uh, my good friend Sarah, who does on this year, we sort of yeah. I joined up with her. Yeah. And uh, it's a quite a big collective, actually, of yeah. people. Yeah. And uh, we ended up really doing events in Kent from 2004 through to 2008-9. Quite a lot of people at those as well. Yeah, 1,500 at the biggest. Yeah? Yeah. And they were every couple of three weeks in the summer. Yeah. But then, um, I mean, the, I, I'm, I'm guessing that you got quite a lot of attention from yeah, the every, authorities. Every, every <laughs> eight, doing those? Every April, the cops used to come round to uh, me and Sarah's house, knock on the door, yeah. and uh, warn us against doing them. Right. And this wasn't just any old cop. I think it was like the chief constable. Yeah. They were pretty... But they they we, called we, out the chopper, didn't they? they we they, riled them. You riled them. I like that. Yeah. Um, and I never did a roll them more than when I was working at the police improvement. Well, this, this does actually come down to another. I mean, we've got a couple of questions on this actually, but um, I think one of them was. Uh, hang on, just one sec. We've got a question, which is: um, How many UK police forces have got your got your details on their record? Do you think? Well, a few. Well, That's I, what, from Stu. Stuart. I don't think any, but I mean, I did work I for them so. once. So, so you think that they? You think you've remained off the radar, even though you've been putting these parties on, and you know you've had choppers. Well, I think yeah, I, I nearly got arrested while working for the police improvements agency, um, print, printing out rave posters. So wait a minute. 
You were working. Yeah, in the central government department in at, London. At the police improvements agency. Yeah, while putting on raves. While putting on raves. And two seats away from me at the time. Yeah was uh, a couple of people and their major job within that department was to stop things like I was sitting two seats away from them spending most of my day promoting. Right. And yeah, it didn't go down that well. Did you enjoy doing that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I sometimes showed my pass when we were... When the, when the police were trying to stop the parties, I remember showing my pass a few times and just saying, yeah, it's all right. Well, I work here. It's I'm, right. I'm, all I'm right. undercover. I'm one of you guys. Did you, say, did you say you're undercover? No, I didn't say that. I just said, yeah. I'm, right, I'm one of you guys. I'll, I'm, I'll look after this. Don't worry. So, so, yeah, we did have another question from Elise. Um, oh, Elise back flap. She's listening. <laughs> 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 Who said, um, were you caught by a policeman photocopying illegal ray flies for a party you were putting on while you were working at the police privatization <laughs> seat? Yes. You got busted? Yeah, busted by copper. What happened after that? Did they, did no, you they get, let me stay. They let you stay there? Yeah, remarkable, really. Were you an improvement to the police? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No, not at all. No, you don't think so? No. Right. No, I don't even know what I was doing there. <laughs> really good money. Photocopying. Really good money. <laughs> Really good money. Five hundred pounds a week. That's what I was doing there. Nice words. Put on raves. Yeah, to sit there all day putting on raves. <laughs> that's what I was doing. I really like that actually. Oh, it's great. Good, I yeah. feel better about myself. I, we should do. I, I, I feel quite proud of myself for doing something. So like the taxpayer that, I mean. was paying me to put on raves. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I mean, I, I mean, we've had another question about you. So. I mean, and, and, and I, well, I might know the answer to this, but what are your influences? So, you know, let's, let's forget that we'll get onto the cricket a bit later because I know you're really into cricket. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just, you love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's, um, but, but like music-wise and film-wise and kind of like, I mean, what are you into? I mean, you can probably get, you can have a guess from our first album name. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, it's a like, lot of my I got into really psychedelic films and yeah. music. You I really show me a few of those. Like, like part, nine yeah. years old, eight years old, I was collecting stuff, videos, yeah. videos back then, VHS yeah. videos, really obscure CDs from our price or wherever it was. There were like twelve record shops in Gravesend, I think, at the time. So we had more than enough choice in the around the nineteen ninety. Yeah, okay. It was like a real hotbed of yeah underground sort of music yeah, around yeah, back yeah. then where yeah. I was from. So yeah. it was uh, yeah, it was great and. Yeah. Uh, I collected really weird shit. I don't yeah. even know why. I mean, you've, you've shown me some weird films. I didn't get it from my family, so I don't even know how I got into it. I think I just... Got in... Fell into it. Fell into it, yeah. Head but anyway, first. I got into sort of really obscure underground 60s films. Yeah. By the time I was like 12, I was watching some really out there stuff. Yeah. okay. And that really influenced me moving forwards, really. Yeah. Stuff like The Ipcrest File and... Uh, the film called Wonderwall, which yeah. is a really obscure Beatles-based okay. film. Anyway, there was loads of them. Yeah. And so how... Do you think that's influenced where you are now? Because, you know, I mean, the, the festival scene is quite sort of alternative, a little bit. I mean, they call mm. it psychedelic. Mm. Um, do you think that's, like, kind of affected where you are now? And do you think you kind of naturally fallen into that kind of niche in life? Well, a lot, like, I, there's, other, there's other elements to it. Back in, yeah. when I joined, I went to Canterbury and to university in ah, 1998. Okay, yeah, and... Yeah. Um, Around there, there's a big scene called the Canterbury scene. Yeah. Um, there's bands like Gong, Soft Machine, Caravan. Yep. A lot of uh, bands that became quite prodigious and big in the, in the, in the late 60s, early yeah, 70s. Yeah. yeah. Um, and people like Steve Hillage yeah. um, were in, a, he was in a band called Gong, and he, mm. and he latterly went on to form uh, a System group called Seven. System yeah. 7, yeah. who we've 
played with. Yeah, awesome. Really, really good. Steve. I mean, they're massive. I mean, Steve. Steve played with Tubular Bells, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played on the he played on the live version of Tubular Bells on the BBC. Yeah. So Amazing. he's like, you Amazing. know, next to Mick Taylor. Yeah. On the on the guitars. Mm. So it's uh, no, it's 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 really he's really influential. It's really good that no, I can't say that. <laughs> You can. You can say whatever you want. No, I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, well, let's not say that then. No, I can't say that. Okay. Um, because it's giving away something that I've got to release on Monday. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there you go. There's this sort of little eye. Yeah. Anyway, moving forwards, it, it, it was a lot of that influence of the linking from the Canterbury scene with the modern electronic yeah. music scene. Um, because, the, because there is a vein that runs all the way through Yeah, that. the Kent psychedelic you know, and scene. And it's yeah. very much linked to the English psychedelic scene. Um, and... Kind of going through Glastonbury into things like Glade, and then yeah. it kind of spreads out into things like yeah. you know, you, and the, the outdoor European, parties like, from Kent, outdoor parties, yeah, outdoor and, yeah. parties from Kent fed into Glade in the yeah. early two thousands, and yeah. that you know Glade projects and, out into the country, yeah. and that, that is that is what's all about. Because Glade blew my mind when I went there. You know, I'd, I'd only really been going out to sort of techno raves and stuff like well, that. A lot and of the roots of that are from the Liquid Connective, yeah. Um, and particularly a two thousand a party in two thousand and three that never yeah. actually happened. Yeah, but they sold three thousand tickets for it. Yeah, okay. Uh, they got shut down in Somerset. They were chased right. around the country by the cops. Wow. But that led Anne's and Nick Lad, yeah, uh, Anne's guys and Nick Lad yeah. to sort of realise that there was a big enough audience out there for Glade to actually support a festival like yeah. Glade. So we- the next year. Bob's your uncle. There was Glade. Glade is well, borrowing the name from Glastonbury, but yeah. it became its own individual yeah. event. And that was the dogs bollocks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, dogs it, it, bollocks. It was, they were all there. <laughs> there were dogs. And there were quite a lot of bollocks around. Loads of dogs on. <laughs> loads, loads of dogs. Loads of dogs on strings. There weren't bollocks. Well, the good thing about Glade Men's bollocks. Is, the, good, tits. the good thing about Glade was there weren't that many dogs on strings. There were a lot of hippies. No, you weren't allowed. I don't even think they were allowed you dogs, dogs in. in. But yeah. there was some in the car park. They're probably on strings. The caravans left there. Yeah, yeah. So they're probably yeah. still there now. Yeah, pretty well, old dogs walking around. Yeah, old dogs yeah. just what hanging around yeah. outside Glade. Yeah. So and and so you know that that's kind of how you know and that's where Noisley's at because that's the natural evolution of where we're at and the people. Absolutely. You know, and we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for Glade. No, absolutely. You know. Probably not. I, I definitely don't think. Well, yeah, I wouldn't no. have gone down this avenue. Yeah, I remember seeing Mark. Mark sitting in the room with us. Well, Mark, Noisley Mark, would Mark not be here play. if it wasn't for Glade. But Mark used to play at Glade in the breaks yeah. tent. Yeah, exactly. But Noisley so, wouldn't yeah. be here because of Glade because that's where the yeah. guys that set it up originally got yeah. their influence from. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's it, that's what blew my mind and opened my mind to the festival scene was going to. So Glade, we all know so. how much we owe Anne and Nick. Thanks, Anne and Nick. But we actually owe James and Ross who were before them quite a lot because I don't think Glade would have happened if they'd not done liquid, liquid so yeah there you go it all yeah it all falls it's all connected it all it's all connected and then you know the the, the way that it's you know all, a lot of the other festivals as well all mm. around the world they're all it's all connected it is all connected and that's yeah. what i like about it it's a big family yeah, it is a big family so let's go on to festivals around the world and um let's talk about rainbow serpent yeah yeah right Woo. <laughs> yeah round of applause for rainbow so we're going out to rainbow Next yeah. year, it's going next, to be awesome. Next month, almost nearly, yeah. nearly next month. Yeah, I, I mean, I played there a couple of years ago, and it was it was incredible. Seismic. It, it was seismic. Actually, it blew my mind. The Monday is something else. It's amazing, <laughs> and um, really looking forward to that. But we have had a couple of questions about Rainbow. Have we? We have. Uh, I just need to quickly look them up here. So the first question is from Simon Crab. Um, good friend of mine from uh, from Melbourne. From Melbourne, <laughs> come over there. He said, he's, "Good day, Bry." He does ask you. Good day, Bry. He asks you <laughs> if you plan on getting a sunburn as me when we go over there. 
Well, you know, it's actually... Because <laughs> I was peeling from, I, like, I, literally my head. I my head to, went. It yeah, was I have to admit, for the yeah. first time in nine months, yeah. um, my um, my tan has disappeared. Well, you're looking a bit pasty at the moment, I'm mate. pasty, yeah, You're yeah, looking quite time. English. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. English for the first time. I don't quite like English. this. The I first time it. we did this interview, you were looking, you know, fairly bronzed. Sort of bronzed. Yeah, I'm still yeah. I'm losing it. You've lost I'm it. Not, I'm not going to... This isn't going to go on for much longer. No. So, uh, no... So, but, but do you think that you might get uh, burnt? No. Do you get burnt? No, no, because I spend. I've, I, I like to make a nice bronzed golden tan. Yeah, because I forgot. I forgot to put suntan I've lotion also got on hair. when I went. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big failing on my part. <laughs> I, really, keep I, mean, doing this. I mean, this was bad. This was one of the. This was one of my Achilles heel. The big Achilles heel last time I went over there was a. I well, there's two of them. A. I forgot to put suntan lotion on because. Yeah. Um, I uh, just forgot, and uh, B, yeah, there wasn't much hair there, so um, yeah, uh, yeah, there was a, the, it just it all just kind of kicked in and uh, got burnt. Yeah, I know I'll be fine. You no, I'll, I'll be rocking. Well, we'll hold you to that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he did have a follow-on question, which was, "Have we got a team lotion strategy?" No, not really. Would you not want to lube me up? I'm with not a bit sharing. Of suntan lotion? You not? You what? You wouldn't share? No, I'm not sharing. So if I was burning, you wouldn't put your suntan lotion on me to cool me down or whatever or stop me from. I mean, burnt. I'll see you on stage. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm going to talk to you apart from that. To be honest. Well, you know, you have um, you have elbowed me on stage recently. <laughs> I thought you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mark's sending us questions, which no. is just like who said that. anyway right so the live questions are coming in there's a couple that we can't ask but there are some that we are going to ask um okay we've had another one about rainbow so uh chris yeah turn your laptop off come on get back in uh, you know you can look at our questions coming in yeah mark's mark's making a note of them yeah it's all good we will be he's the moderator Cool. He is the moderator. Look yeah, at him. good. Look it's at all him. good. Yeah, he's official there. Um, right, Mad Monday, Rainbow Serpent gets a bit fancy dressy. No. Nothing? Nothing. You're not going to even put a pair of shorts on? No, I'll be wearing shorts. So you... I'm not, that's not fancy. Dress, dress so I'm not dressing not I'm not really that into fancy dressing. You wouldn't put a pirate hat on. I think it's all Have you ever got dressed up in fancy no, dress? No, well, occasionally I get made to. Bye. I'll just buy pink girls usually. Girls. <laughs> put glitter on me glitter. or something. Glit- I mean, glitter is sort of like... Yeah, I get made to put... Do you put- like glitter? No. I fucking hate glitter. I don't know. I got made to put... I put some put on me at Secret Garden Party <laughs> noisily this year. Yeah. Not a big fan, to be honest. Well, how much? Well, I'd pay people not to put it on me. You pay them not to put it on you. <laughs> okay. So we can officially say we're not getting dressed up in fancy not, dress. No, I'm not into it. I might. Depending how far through the music. afternoon, we're going to play some music. We'll play yeah. some fancy I'm music. More, yeah. Speaking of fancy music, we yeah. have been in the studio this afternoon, mm. remixing Grouch. We have bloody good. Yeah, who? sounding all right. Grouch. Grouch. Mark just said, "Who? Come on, Mark." Our um, Kiwi bro. Our Kiwi bro. Hello, yeah. Grouch. Hello, you, bro. hello, Oscar. <laughs> hello, Oscar. If you are, if you are listening to this, hello. Um, yeah, we have been remixing Grouch, which. Um, yeah, it went pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, number three off his album, Corpus Coliseum, it's called. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got that coming up. When it's we have great, a question, actually. what's coming up from Nanoplex today? Well, we've got, we've got that, haven't we? There's an EP. 
Yeah, January. January, which we haven't quite thought of a name for the EP yet. We haven't finished it yet. Well, it's going to be finished. (laughs) Yeah, we've got a deadline of like a week Monday, so it'll be finished. But the the tunes are there. I mean, they just need a bit of tweaking. Yeah. Um, But one of them we've been playing for a little while, um, which has been doing pretty well. You know, it's been going down really well. Mm. Yeah, so... That was great. The remix came out really well this afternoon. Remix did come out really well. Surprising, because I was messing around with a bloody GoPro. GoPro trying to make it work for this interview, and it didn't. That thing's screwed. Yeah. I'm going to kick it. Yeah, well, you can kick it later. We well, yeah. throw it off the balcony later. Yeah, that's all right. Well, that's it's all never good. working again. No, no. Um, so yeah, from Nanoplex Stable, we're um, we've got we've got Grouch remix. We've got yeah. uh, Trip Switch remix from his um, remix EP coming out in about a week and a half, I think, on Iboga. Um, and then yeah, we've got the we've got the EP, and then we're going to get in the studio probably next April. Yeah. Get on with the next album. Well, I'm back album. from my travels. Yeah, back from your little jaunts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna hit the studio and get album three started. Yeah, might take well probably a year, I guess. Yeah. But After yeah. hitting the studio, I'm g- gonna go in it and pl- make and some then, music with you. Oh, are you? I just don't see any point <laughs> well, in slapping the outside. <laughs> hit it with a baseball bat. I just don't see the point of hitting the studio. No, it's not gonna make any music. It's not no. gonna make things better, is it? Well, no. Okay. So I'll go in. Go in it. Okay, yeah. I'll hit it. You go in it, and yeah. then we'll write some tunes. But we're gonna go. We're gonna go a little bit. We're gonna change this. Not change the sound, but go a little bit. Kind of left field, maybe. I think with the next album. So with the discussions we've had already, like yeah, you know, like kind of like you know the the Fahrenheit four five one kind of sound off the last album. Yeah, I think that's, make, that's that's the that's the look for the next. We're gonna album. write some tunes. Yeah, yeah. We are going to write some tunes, but I think we're going to... Tunes? I mean, we're going to yeah. write some tunes, but My, my vision... We're going to write some tunes, brother. All right, all right, but my vision is like, you know, <laughs> orbital insides is my vision. Yes. Yeah. I want to write something eclectic, which is the yeah. bo- bottom line. That's yeah, what I, I think that's where, I think that's where, we're, where we need to go. We're obviously going to keep some, like, techno rinse-out tunes going on, but, you know... EPs could be for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to write an album. Yeah. And are we allowed to talk a little bit about the, the new thing coming up on Iboga? Or? Yes. Yeah. So, basically, you know, we've been in discussions with... Uh, the boss. The boss. The boss. <laughs> the boss rung us up the other day and uh, he, uh, we had a little chat. Who is the boss? Obviously, we're signing yeah. up at Iboga and we're, and we're releasing music with them. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a little chat with, with Emok and uh, yeah. it looks like we're going to set up a progressive techno arm of the label, a sort of sub-label, so to speak. There's some really good artists out there and it can get a little bit lost in a big yeah. trance-based label like Iboga. But the guys, you know, a few years ago, people like Perfect Stranger and other guys on Ibega were really releasing some really good sort of techno. I mean, Yuli... There was some awesome stuff. Lish, well, Yuli, Perfect yeah, but Stranger, Yuli Magic was, Man. Like, Yuli, you know. was, Yuli was like top yeah. 10 techno yeah. section on, yeah. released on Ibega. <laughs> yeah. So what they... The guys really missed that. They've gone a little bit trance again with the main mm. sort of uh, um, yeah. artists on the label. So we're going to set up a sub-label and that's going to, you know, we're already... I mean, we, we yet to have a proper we're discussion. Brewing, we are brewing some plans. We're brewing some plans. Um, yeah. It's all about to happen. Yeah. We don't know exactly what that's going to construe of yet. But it's exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Is construe even the right word? Construe? No, it's totally the wrong word. Yeah. Construe. Duh. Duh. Construed. Duh. I think so. Yeah, right, anyway. I've just been told that. I don't know if that is the right My word. My All right, yeah, well, construed. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Yeah. But that's very exciting. And, you know, I think, yeah, really, I think off, off the back of a really big label like Aboga, who have done that before and who have been very successful at it, but have now focused on the trance stuff, ever which is since, fair enough. Ever you know, since we, you know, we, we discussed it for the first time, I've been yeah. bre- breathing. You've been breathing? <laughs> yeah. 
I've been. <laughs> are you are you pleased with yourself that you've been breathing? I've been breathing ever since. How many we times? Discussed it for the how many times? Well, constantly. Constantly. Yeah. I well, know how many times? <laughs> okay. Well, how many times? How many times in a day do you reckon you? I don't know, but that's what I've been doing since we discussed it. For have the have first you been time. breathing since we've been talking? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I keep doing it. <laughs> keep doing it. Do you not want to sometimes? Uh, yeah. This afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> not when, when we were breathing. When I was out, fucking so. dealing with that. Di- GoPro. Do you want to send the message out to the people who make the GoPros? Yeah. In case, in case they're listening. Die. Die. <laughs> Die. <laughs> While we're on this, I mean, I was going to, I was hoping we could have a little sort of politics. Keyword, sort of. go. Fuck yourself. Go. Fuck yourself. Yeah, bro. Use this. Use this. Use this. Um, I, was, I was hoping we could have a little politics segment. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's do the politics. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Politics. Politics. Um. I don't know where to start, really, because we could start a Brexit or we could start a Trump. I remember Brexit happened. You came and told me about Brexit while I was sitting in Ali's van at Glastonbury. Oh, God, it happened on the first day of Glastonbury. We just yeah, played. Yeah, that, that was on the Friday of Glastonbury, because it was on the Thursday that we dj So we voted. Yeah. No, so we voted, yeah. and then we drove to Glastonbury. Yeah. Uh, we voted, drove to Glastonbury, played. DJ'd, and then the vote, ca- the result came in in the morning, didn't it? Yeah, we hadn't been asleep. I was sitting there in Ali's van, chilling out, and you came running around a corner going... We're out. And then we all went, oh, oh, bollocks. Yeah, that wasn't really good, was it? Yeah. I'm not a big fan, to be honest. Of? Of the Brexit. people. No. The people. No, the people. I, I just think, my, my issue with it is really... that Post it's truth. It, we'll get on to that in a minute. <laughs> my issue with it is that we're putting up barriers with Brexit and moving out of the EU when we should be knocking barriers down in this modern yeah. day and age. And I don't agree with barriers. Yeah. I mean, so fuck about everything else yeah. it's barriers between people and I, I don't agree with that yeah everything what I'm about is the opposite to that yeah. I'm afraid and bringing people together bringing people together from all over the world and that's what dance music is about at its essence yeah and that's, that's why, what that's what it was from the beginning that's why I'm so House, proud bringing that, people together yeah, so that's why I'm so proud that we sort of as a noisily as a festival got involved with something yeah. like the global eclipse yeah which has already sold tickets to like I think over 150 countries so that's in Oregon next it's August isn't it yeah. or is it I think it was no, so probably it's probably yeah. a hundred plus countries. Yeah. I can't remember the exact yeah. numbers, but it's huge. You know, yeah. you're talking every continent, multiple yeah, yeah, countries, yeah. and that is in, in a country like America, it's yeah. bringing people from all over the world together yeah. to celebrate in one place next yeah. August. Yeah, and that's what dance music does for you. But that's what dan- that's what music does, and that's and, and, and yeah. dance music more than any other music does that. And bringing people together is brings, important. It brings society together. It brings people together, and you know it might be disaffected people, but it still brings people together. It brings people who just want to go out and party for a night and forget about everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we're putting up walls now. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. we're not. No, we're not. But no, people, and people unfortunately, are. the people in charge of our country are, and uh, well, well, there's other, the, but the, the but people are. Yeah, and also yeah. the people under them. But unfortunately... They believe in the bullshit. They believe the bullshit. Yeah. And there's not but a lot... But the problem is there's bullshit everywhere. Yeah, but um, it, in a mod- this is the other downside of the modern age we live in. Yeah. Where technology and media is so f- shared so free and easily yeah. on social media. Yeah. That half of what's written on these news sites is not even true. Well, one thing that I was talking about... Post-truth. Like, well, there's post-truth and there's also... There's <laughs> Lying, the, I call it. Well, but there's also, <laughs> but there's also the echo chamber. So, bullshit. you know, you, you've, got, you've got post-truth. But you've also got the fact that now we're on social media and we can pick and choose our friends. And say like Facebook used to have loads of clickbait, loads of rubbish. There's less of that now and there's there's more news in inverted commas. But we can pick and choose who we 
associate with. So yeah. the people that, if someone shares something that we don't like, then we can unfriend them or we can say block them or you don't want to see it. Yeah. So it's like an echo chamber of your own reality. So yeah, you're creating your reality on yeah, social media. Yeah, you are media. creating it, but you're also, you're not creating a reality that is, that reality. is real. Yeah, exactly. Because so the algorithms yeah. on these social media sites are mean, made that, to, yeah, mean but, that you're only seeing what the people... Yeah who you are yeah. have similar interests and likes to Absolutely. are seeing. Yeah. So you're not really seeing the full picture. No. So you not. can live in your little bubble. Yeah. And which more, I more live people, in. More, I'm very we happy do, to. All, and that's why we were all surprised about Brexit and also the Trump. That's why I don't even like getting Trump on the train. Fucking wankers. The train wankers. <laughs> yeah, I know. You like your well, You like your commute in the morning, don't you? No. Well, why don't you tell us about your commute? No, no, it doesn't. You don't want to tell us about your commute? Well, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what, the commute down the stairs into the kitchen... Uh, if I bother. If you bother. <laughs> Sometimes you just lie in bed all day. <laughs> Always send your first email in bed. Yeah. That's what I say. If you can. If you if can. If you're lucky enough to be able to do that, then do send that. Send your first email in bed. Yeah. About five to nine. Yeah. 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 About five you... to nine, just so you can prove you're working before nine. Yeah. Everyone knows that you're not lazing around no, in no one, bed. I don't know if this this. Yeah. Well, they are. Well, they? they are, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Um, but yeah, we do live in, e- in an echo chamber now because so many people live their lives through social media, don't they? Yeah. You know? I mean, Facebook is, is the main culprit. Twitter's probably not quite so bad, but I think if you live your life through Facebook, which a lot of us do, and mm. a lot of us you know, get our news through Facebook now, then you're just going to get what you want. So you're creating your own online reality and people don't go and check the mainstream outlets anymore. You know, they're, they're, It's not like... Oh, I guess our thank parents, fucking God with the da- what the shit the Daily well, Mail spouts. Yeah, I, know, I know you say that, but I'm sure that our parents would have gone out and read a newspaper. Whereas we don't. We go on social media yeah, and we that one, yeah. Twats. Well, <laughs> so did you did you just call Daily Ra- Mail readers twats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll go further than that. Go on, then. fucking cunts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what can we Speaking start? of fucking cunts, yeah, um, we should we'll talk about Donald, Donald Trump a little bit. Oh, what do you think about that? Do you think anything's going to happen? Do you think do you think the wall's going to go up between Mexico? No. no. Do you think anything he said no. is going to happen? No, I think it was all... Do you think complete... he just bullshitted to get into power? Yes. Yeah, absolute bullshit. And the idiots believed him. The idiots believed him. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the sheep believed him, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And that is the world we live in, unfortunately. Unfortunately. That is what it's become. Yeah. And they call it the post-truth world. Well, see, we were talking... So let's get on to this post-truth. Lying. <laughs> no, come on. To explain to me what post-truth is. Because you, you... First time I heard that phrase was when you said it to me earlier today. Yeah. So what is it? Post-truth basically means that people are... Uh, well, basically p- putting out there anything they want to. That is supposed to be the truth. The, but it's supposed to be the truth. Yeah. To gain power. Yeah. And then backtracking on everything they've just said. Just bollocks. Uh, yeah. And it never happens. So it, it's like, it's what happens. It's after they've told the truth in inverted yeah, commas. Yeah, it's like the guys that were talking about Brexit and all of that, you know? Yeah. Pile of shit. So, yeah. Do you think Brexit's going to happen? No. No. Do you think they're going to keep on kicking it down the road? Yeah, I do. I think that, yeah. that ball will be kicked down the road forevermore. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's not going to be what they think it's going to be It'll anyway. be a post-truth Brexit. Post-truth Brexit. All right. Well, I think we've had enough of this series. Yeah, uh, stuff. yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, that's uh, it's good to have a bit of political discussion. Back to isn't breathing. It? Back to breathing, if you can. Yeah. Well, I, I, I had a good chat with Jossie about um, Donald Trump because obviously he he would be directly affected if a war went up between Mexico and America. Yeah. Because he's Mexican. Yeah. And they're they're not very happy about it. His mum lives in America. Exactly. So there'd be a wall that he'd have to climb over, and he's really short. <laughs> Jossie, if you're, jump over if that you're wall. listening, Jossie, hello. Hello, sorry, you're not at all. 
I mean, not. Um, okay, right. So let's go. Uh, I mean, Will. <laughs> William William Hazelrig. One of your. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, one, one, of one of my esteemed colleagues. One of your esteemed colleagues from Noisily um, has asked How many noise complaints have been caused by your lack of an indoor voice? Lack of an indoor voice. Oh, right, yeah. Do you get that often? Yeah, like noise complaints. Well, it's helped over the years. But with what? Getting well, thrown know. out of pubs? It's been known to happen. <laughs> you know, I've got a promoter's voice. You've got a promoter's voice? Yeah. You think? I you think if heard, you shout loud enough, people heard, do I be what held, you want them I to do. I could be heard over a function one on a dance floor. You were heard over the Azora rig. When I was sitting right next to it, you were I've loud got, than that in my, in my right ear. I had the Azora rig in my left ear and you in my right ear and you were louder. Yeah, but I'm... It I, fucking hurt. I've been told to be quiet by a band before while they're playing. <laughs> Will you shut up? We're playing. <laughs> we're playing. <laughs> We've got amps and everything, you know. Wait, is, there any, is there any explanation for this phenomenon? Or is it like... What, my voice? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sonic weapon, mate. But it's just been on the front of my... Face. Face. <laughs> for ages. Apparently, it's not caused by DJing a lot. No. Which I did a lot. I mean, I think you are a little bit deaf in the mid-range. Well, I think that's been affected possibly by DJing a lot. I did, right. I did do a lot of... Yeah. They play a lot on a lot of, a lot of, of squat parties. Yeah, crap in the, rigs. Yeah. In the 2000s. Yeah. In the noughties. Is that what you call it? Yeah, noughties. No, no, no. Yeah, the, yeah that, that was a... Yeah. Nor- the noughties. Noughties, I think so. Yeah, the noughties. Yeah, noughties, noughties yeah. And no- yeah. Night, yeah, I played yeah. a lot of gigs and probably... These days, we're playing on much better rigs, so don't really have yeah. to deal with it. So, yeah. I mean, I've been with you where we've been asked to leave. But I'm a pubs. shouter at heart. You're a shouter at heart. Yes. Yeah. You like to get your point across. You like to get it across loud. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with that. No. No. Well, we've, I mean, we've had a couple of live questions in, actually. So, no. um, should, we, should we get onto one of these? We can. So, now, which artists are you, are you like, kind of into? Who do you rate? Now, Ooh. or I mean, you know, you, you, let's say like now and in the past. So let's, you know, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll have a little say on this as well, but yeah. But you but, know exactly what I'm going to say anyway. I oh know, but um, <laughs> people who are watching and listening to this don't. So, you know, yeah. what do you reckon? Besides Meet Katie. Oh, right. Besides okay. Meet Katie. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, yeah. Um, and Nanoplex. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Nanoplex, great. Really like them. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Meet Katie. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Right, so where do we start? Um, Should we go for new? What new stuff? Yeah, new stuff. What are you into at the moment? Oh, uh, the, 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 the no. Sorry. The releases, new releases. That I've really been into recently. I think stuff by the. Uh, I've really liked some. There's, there's a guy called Sefton. He's only released a Sefton. couple of couple of tracks. Yeah, really, only a couple. Yeah, uh, he's playing on a lot of Massiopex parties. What label is he on? Like? Um. Elysium. Oh, okay. Well, like Massio's label. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he's released on, but I've got a big, yeah. I think he's going to be massive. There's a, there's a couple of releases by a guy, I know who you booked for your event. Motek, years ago. Yeah, years ago, Shallow Kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wicked, but his yeah, new yeah. stuff's really good. Yeah, he's very good. Because he's also Panio. Yes. And Panio... Did that remix. Some amazing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Years ago, yeah. So, and Enrico... I can't pronounce it. Lee. Were you, were you playing it earlier in the, in the studio? Enrico Sangliano. Oh, Enrico Sangliano. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who pipped us to the top on Beatport. Yeah, from the techno charts. Techno charts when our album came out. I mean, yeah, that uh, Moon Rocks track. Fuck yeah, massive, massive. absolutely massive. Uh, yeah. Other stuff. I mean, so guys up really like. Yeah. I, I've, he's not released any music for four years because you because we. I mean, we went out to ADE and um, of course and uh, ADE was awesome. I, I have to admit, 
Masiaplex wasn't that awesome. No, it wasn't very good. Bit boring. Mode Selector was very good. Um, and uh, but the night after, I went to a jungle rave, and you went to go and see the Minus Party, didn't you? Yeah. And you came back, and I said, "Guys, this is going to be a bit dull because you haven't released anything for like six years." But am I wrong? But I tell you what, it's got some yeah, killer but you music. You came back, and you went, "Guys, this new music is absolutely incredible." Yeah, he was the best. Yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. I, he, I really, really enjoyed uh, hearing his set, and he's obviously he's got a load of killer stuff, Your new stuff, unreleased. He hasn't yeah. released a track for four years. Yeah. Nothing. But whatever yeah. he was playing at night was psychedelic, funky techno. Really, yeah. really good. I mean, he, he always did that sound quite well, but I always found it quite hard to fit into my own DJ sets. Yeah. Because it's, 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 very, it's very yeah, unique. But, yeah, but it's yeah. not even that now. No, it's just changed a bit. So the art of... He needs to start putting some music out the there, The art of writing yeah. a live set like that, and yeah. it's like, got yeah. funk, psychedelic, yeah. fat production. Yeah. And there are other, other artists that night yeah. you know I like. Matador. Matador. Yeah. Um, Julian Jewel. Julian Jewel, who yeah. I'm really into. Yeah. Um, there's a guy from Brazil who's Kaylee. Oh, uh, Khalil. Khalil. Khalil okay. is on it at the moment. I was chatting to um, Diogo. We were chatting to Diogo from DM7 in AD, ADE as well. And like, you know, it's kind of, it was like Victor Ruiz, then Alex Steen, and then Khalil is coming through now. And like, yeah. and, and Khalil stuff is properly on it. It's amazing. Yeah, you yeah, know, really you know, good. He's, he's the new Fat production. Fat production. Really, really good stuff. So, Absolutely feeling that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, what about in the past? What do you think? Like, well, artists from the past, did, did you think? Well, when I first started playing this, uh, this, sort of, this sort of sound, mm. back in 2006, I thought it was stuff like um, Bushwhacker. Yeah. Really, really, really good. good. Yeah. Other um, early stuff that I was into... James Oliver Ryan. Koletsky. Yeah. They, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't pronounce some of these names, unfortunately. Go, I, go for I, it. Just I try. Fi- I can't find my computer. No, no, it's fine. I can, I can, I can probably help you. you c- I can't even get, okay. get, get them out. German. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We had a question from... Uh, <laughs> so we, we've had a question from Leon Avalon. Oh. Yeah. He said, what's, Hi, the, what's the story? What is the story? With your dance moves. Oh, they're great, aren't they? What is the story with them? Well, actually, uh, and have you, you got just... any tips for fans of your dancing? Uh, I mean, get your head down. Get your head down? Get your head down. You don't normally have your head down when you're dancing. I don't even right? know what's going on. You don't? Oh, are you doing don't. it in time or is it just a bit of a... No, off the beat. Off the beat? Different. What beat? The one that's not there. Right. In between. So is there a beat going on in your own head? But to listen, what's the best bit of what's the best thing about music? What do um, I constantly tell you about when we're in a studio? What it makes you feel? No, what do I constantly tell you? You constantly tell me to put glitch in the tunes. No, no. <laughs> apart from that, it's all about the space, isn't it? Yeah, that's where I dance. So you dance in the space between the beats. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, but that is a beat but in sometimes itself. Sometimes, but you... that is a beat in itself. I oh, know, I got this. But sometimes yeah. you dance in time. Yeah, but that's just what I want. To, just is being... that when you're dancing to the space on the beats? No, I'm being different. Right. I don't want to just be the man in between the beats all the time. <laughs> you want to be... Because at the end of our... <laughs> I don't want to be left our, out. At the end of our set at Azora, which was epic. Well, it was eight hours. You'd expect to be in time by then. Yeah. Um, you know, by the end of that, you were dancing on the beat. Mm. And it, 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 you were all more in time with the dancing than I was. There you go. It happens. It happens. Yeah, but that's mainly because you're I mean, falling over. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty, fu- pretty <laughs> useless, to be fair, in the yeah, last well, hour. Yeah, right? Everyone would be after seven days of raving. But um, um, <laughs> on the dancing, there was talk. I remember you saying... Coaching. Not coaching. DVD. What do you reckon? Fitness. I, I'm a bit. I'm quite similar to Jane Fonda in a lot of ways. Did you think? But yeah. There's what. What is different about me and Jane well, Fonda? I mean, Fonz, as we, I call her, the Fonza. <laughs> well, what did she do before she was a fitness instructor? Actress. She was an actress. She was, you know, in the art. Okay, like, so you, you've been DJ. a cricket. You've been a cricket player. Then you've been um, DJ. A DJ, and promoter. then you would then promoter. Wanker. Wanker. <laughs> and you're thinking about going into fitness. <laughs> Are you I know fit? I'm, really, I'm really fit. You're really fit, okay. Two cool. miles a day well, in the pool. Well, you've, t- you've ticked the box. Two there. miles a day in the pool. Two miles a day. Minimum. Okay, that's cool. You don't get to um, look like this. For, it's not, it's not <laughs> I don't get to look like a crap Noel Gallagher <laughs> doing less than two miles in the pool every day. <laughs> okay. True. Fact. Yeah. And so you're thinking about doing a fitness DVD? No. Well, that's what I heard. Oh, no, you just made it up. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, you've told no, no, me. you made brought. it up. No, I didn't. I'm not going along with it anymore, Ben. No. Oh, no that's right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes <laughs> Okay. Chris isn't going to do a fitness DVD, unfortunately. No. Oh, that's no. no good. Oh, well. So, the story with your dance moves is that you just dance. Yeah, it's all about it. I just feel it, you know. Just feel it. The space. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the one thing you've got to learn particularly all you forest trance or um, high-tech <laughs> producers out there, is the best bit about music is the space in between the beats. It is. And if you if it's that fast, there's no space in between the beats, is yeah, there? When anyone can do that, it's pretty easy, isn't it? What do you mean? Producing music with no space in it. Well, it just goes really fast, doesn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Right, what's next? What's next? There's plenty. There is plenty. Um, We've had a question from Aid, Aidy. Oh, God. Yeah, this is about your gigs. Okay. So, yeah, about your international first international gig. So he oh, said yeah. he asked, "What was what what came first? Your first international gig or learning how to mix?" Oh, I couldn't mix. No, couldn't I mix. didn't. I Back could music. I could music. So, what kind of stuff were you playing though? Uh, electronica, techno, uh, beat, bass. You didn't beat match though, did you? No, no. I never didn't know how. No. Didn't even bother to learn. Just good music. Yeah, put together, blended well. So you had your. First I have got friends. Yeah. Some quite significant DJs who yeah. I'm not going to name. No, don't. Who played Brixton Academy. Yeah. Before they could beat match. Really. Yeah. Why are you looking at me? No, I'm not looking at you. <laughs> look I know that you're not that. <laughs> but I do have friends. Yeah. I do have friends that played Brixton Academy before, yeah. and they thought and they they had the gig at Brixton Academy, and then they thought. A quote the person that said it to me, they it sort of inspired it, pushed them into sort of like learning, yeah, yeah. It learning. would do, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would do. I, I was I was on the verge of not being able to beat match for my first gig, but you taught yourself. Well, it was on vinyl, I taught myself, yeah. No, Mark couldn't. No, but what what teaches you how to DJ better than DJ? Doing it in front of those people, yeah. you still start shitting it and do it learning. Yeah. The, yeah. by the next gig you've learnt a lot yeah. yeah no one wants to be that embarrassed that often no no <laughs> no. no you don't want to be embarrassed that often no, no. but you were playing eclectic stuff when you first yeah, started yeah yeah absolutely it wasn't particularly one genre or another no so yeah he could yeah. do that and, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't sound bad playing it in that method no no so so you got to learn to mix from playing gigs yes yeah just yeah. playing a lot. Yeah. As okay. I just showed you my gig schedule from 2009 the other day. Yeah, yeah, quite a lot of gigs. So, like, what? I, I was doing. 
I think I was doing 15. But this between was, November the 14th and, and, and New Year's Day, yeah. I, in 2009, I had, uh, was it th- 14 gigs? Like virtually two a week. I was earning a £1,000 a month playing in London back then. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's quite playing a lot. Playing in London. underground squat park. I don't, without going yeah. in a club, I was yeah. earning £1,000 a month. Uh, let's, let's, go, let's, let's, let's concentrate on that, actually, because the London squat party scene back then was... Huge. Huge. Massive. What's happened? It's a good question. If can I you can answer it? Quite a substantial well, come on then. Come on, let's, let's hear about it. I, I mean, I, I, I'm interested to hear what you think. Things go in cycles. Yeah. You know. You Do you think to, it's a smoking ban or anything like that? Well, that's what originally made this, this, this period I'm talking about, yeah. which is about 2008 yeah. onwards. Uh, that's to when the squat scene kicked off. 2011. Yeah. The psychedelic squat scene in, in London. There were yeah. four to five thousand people. Yeah. Uh, say a New Year's Eve party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a regular Venom party would have three thousand people. But why I was aren't there like two hundred pound just for doing a set in a second room? But why aren't there that many people? Not this about money, but I'm just taking as an yeah, example. But, but, but of why the aren't there that many people at those parties anymore? I don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. I don't know. Well, a no. lot of them, they, 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 the police did start to come down on them. Yeah, it does. It gets very big very quickly. Yeah, yeah. the, 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 the people are stupid. I'm not sure that's a really cr- <laughs> Go on, say it. I'm not going to say people are stupid yeah but I just did yeah uh, but within the dance music sector there are people that just you know once once something gets trendy mm. like Venom did in 2008 right he just got huge really quickly everybody in what, who, who was in going the underground that, dance music yeah. in London everyone yeah. went to that regardless of whether they were into techno trance they just go and bass, to it, yeah. Boom, boom, they all went yeah. there because yeah, it was right, the right. thing. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. what? Where are you going? I'm going to Venom. Yeah, right. And three thousand people. Yeah, epic, amazing. Yeah. The guy I was promoting it was even from England, from Brazilian. Yeah, okay. Good guy, Leo. Yeah. Leonardo. Yeah. Oh, I've got a lot of time for. Yeah, okay. for what he did. Yeah, I've always appreciated him. Um, yeah, he obviously was quite controversial at the time, but uh, yeah. I thought he was a dude. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, you've seen similar things now with um, a, a good friend of mine um, who plays at Noisley. And, yeah. um, we've, I played at one of his nights. At yeah. Aiden, who does warm-up. Yeah. So I was going to get onto this. Warm-up in the warehouse and all of that. And, uh, because 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 Aiden has been running squat parties for a little while, but really good. A couple good. of years. No, when, when you say squat, it's not a squat. It's a warehouse. It's really, yeah, it's it's really, really well good. run. Yeah, but really so well run stuff. But, similar. But he's had a couple of issues recently. Yeah, like, but that's... What I've seen over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Uh, and the answer is, there is no answer. No. Things Do you think going, things go in cycles? Things go in cycles. Like nothing, so, you get no, you get a boost of like but, kind of you get you, you get to where you can get to, but then you get. Do you think you there's no way you can go from there because you get clamped down? Not on, in or this think, country. Yeah. You're not allowed. They're not going to let. Yeah. That turn yeah. into a movement of people yeah. that was seen in the early 90s. Yeah. That is not going to be allowed to happen anymore. No. As soon as they get any... Inkling. Br- inkling. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were with Omniscience, Liquid yeah. Connective were with what they did in the yeah. early noughties. Yeah. Um, Venom. Yeah. Warm up. Yeah. As soon as they get any inkling that they're... These, these guys are moving the boundaries. Yeah. These guys are of actually doing are, yeah. something that's changing yeah. the, the fabric of how there were more people going to there were more people going to those events than they were going to club nights in London there, there's, yeah. there's more people going to these events that in Kent there yeah. were more people coming to these outdoor parties on a Saturday night in the forest than, the, 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 yeah. than there were in any of the town centres in Kent yeah yeah. That that's what you, and, and they started to get worried about the fact that, God what, what's going on here yeah. is this this, is, this isn't normal yeah 
And, that, and what they're trying to do is they, they're trying to stop mass movements from happening. And yeah. they're doing a very good job of it. Because yeah. it's very difficult now hmm. to get to the point where a lot of these things got to in 1989, 1991, yeah. where they grew, 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 yeah. and they got to 25,000 people. Yeah. That could still happen. Yeah. I guarantee if you gave me two years yeah. in this country yeah. and I was allowed to operate without any... Uh, interference. Interference yeah. by the police or authorities. And I was yep. just given... I just had a number of... you know, I was allowed to do warehouse parties. Yep. Or outdoor parties in this country yeah. for free. Yeah. I guarantee within a year, yeah. I would have a movement of twenty five thousand people. Yeah, going out, going yeah. out to these events on a Saturday. But they night. get scared. They don't want to get arrested. They do, and that—that's the point. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee that the people are there. Yeah. And they would go again. Yeah. But it's almost impossible to create mm. that movement of people. I've got a huge respect for. What Aiden's done yeah. recently with warm up and yeah, that. totally, it's, like, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. No, it's great. I yeah. love to see that. Yeah, I have got a lot of respect for that guy yeah. for what he's done and, and, and how. But, he's... But, but but now the pressure's on. It's hard. It's hard to know how to how to evolve it and how to evolve how to evolve the communication. Well, it's been an ongoing issue. Yeah, it's uh, something that I know that he we're it's been yeah. addressed. But, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, how how and and this takes us. I mean, it's not something that we wanted to talk about, but. We wanted to kind of delve deep into the dance music industry and talk about, you know, kind of how people get where they're going and um, the the backgrounds of people that are that are in the dance music industry. Yeah, yeah. See, see, you, I can see you're in the mood for like a bit of a rant rather than some silly stuff. So yeah, we can, we can go into that if you want. Let's start up. Let's start up about ghostwriting. Marketing. Let's do ghostwriting. Again. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, what do you think about ghostwriting? I, I have ghostwritten for people. I won't. I won't lie. I've done it because I needed the money. Yeah. Because uh, I don't have loads of money, <laughs> so you know. What do I think about it? But but, but it, it's it's not not so much the ghostwriting, but it's like the the whole concept behind it. So someone could come along Cause and go, I want to be a DJ. Basically, the music scene is about money. I don't really like it, to be honest. Uh, if I'm honest, mm. me and you have discussions would about you, this Would quite you often. recommend, if someone wanted to get into the dance music scene and they were a young kid no. and they were talented and they weren't didn't have loads of money to splash it, would you recommend they go into it? I just don't know how people are going to do it anymore. No. The avenue's into it now. I've, I've been to conferences yeah. quite a lot of unless, them unless you Unless you're... The, 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 yeah. the avenues into this industry now are blocked in so many different ways. Yeah. It's really yeah. difficult. Yeah. In England, in 2016, yeah. if you're 18, 19, 20, and you want to get up the ladder... Yeah. Fucking hell. I don't know how. Mm-mm. The clubs, the, the small clubs are closed. Well, there's no money for music. Sales. There's no clubs in it. So Let's you're, be not, you're not going to sell small music. clubs are closed. Yeah. There's, if you're a producer, you're not going to make enough money from the making the music to yeah. survive. So that's yeah. gone. Yeah. The small clubs are closed. So you're yeah. not going to be able to start up as a warm up DJ and a really big club night. But boom. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. Outdoor parties. Well, there's none of them in Kent anymore. Well, some of them happen, but then they get clamped down on, as we were just saying. Yeah. 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 So that's gone. Yeah, it hasn't gone, but it's it, it's it's it, it's difficult. It's it's ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. Basically, um, I worry about yeah. it. I worry about the avenues into yeah. the industry because we. I mean, you know, we say this, but we actually give a real shit. And one of the main reasons that 
we're doing what we're doing and you're doing what you're doing with Noisley is to build up well, yeah, the, the scene part, in the UK. The way that I see it is, um, and yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting way of looking at things, but mm. I see that if we put on a quality event, uh, it's like a pinnacle event mm. uh, within one of the pinnacle events in this country, hopefully with the, within the electronic music scene. Yeah. Hopefully that filters down. Yeah. Um, and becomes like a quality threshold that people who you know all the young kids that come to our festival the kids like 20 22 23 24 yeah. who are probably just punters at the moment they're just yeah. coming to have a laugh they just yeah. finish uni blah, 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 like yeah. i was once upon a time yeah hopefully they see those production levels that we've yeah. got because they are good and they are good they are good and hopefully they see that yeah and hopefully when they go back to their town in england wherever it is be yeah. it, you know be it newquay gloucester blah, 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 you name it newcastle yeah. when they go back and they go yeah they get together with their mates and they go, yeah. let's put on a club night, guys. Yeah. Hopefully some of what we've done yeah. with the production at Noisley and the, and the yeah. quality of our event yeah. filters down yeah. and makes them think, we can do this. Yeah. And that's why I'm doing yeah. it. Because, because I mean... That's, you, what you, is, that's what it's about. You and I have built our way up from pretty much fuck all and we are where we are because we've worked fucking hard. Yeah. And there are people who have brought their way to success. Yeah. And I we see it all over the place. Uh, and it's through ghostwriting, through paying for marketing campaigns, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Um, and okay, they've done that. And I, I don't want to be too down on it, yeah. because you can still do it yeah. if you've got the talent and if you go out there and network, as we were saying before, and you make the right friends and you've, you're putting the right product out. Yeah. But it's a harder game. It is a harder game these days, I think. It's just, I, yeah. I, I, so I don't want to put too much of a downer on it. No, but it I, is a, I, if I'm, you I'm love always positive. It, if you love it, you'll get there. You'll get there. But it might take a while. But it's, if you're just doing it for the wrong reasons, which you know we have both seen a lot of people do that over the years and yeah. fall by the wayside, you know, and 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 that's it. You know, you, you can't just put a tune out and expect. I wouldn't to be wish successful. breathing on them. You wouldn't wish breathing on them. <laughs> <laughs> but these people, you know, people. Be, yeah, and also, I think that you know, your 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 um sort of you learn to understand why different people are in it for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you can tell why someone's in it just to satisfy, scratch seen, their ego, or you can see why someone's in it because they really fucking love it. Yeah. And if someone's in it because they really love it and they've been working their ass off at it and, they, they, you know, they really want to do something, then they're the, you know, they're the yeah. kind of people who might actually you know, go, okay, cool. So as far as I'm concerned, with yeah. what we're doing, particularly with Noisley and yeah. stuff like that is... If one single person goes away from that festival at the end of the festival yeah. and goes away to their little provincial town, wherever that may be in England, be it Maidstone, be it Nottingham, be it, you know, provincial city, you name it, they go away and then they start, you know, it provides the acorn that grows yeah. into the tree. And you know what? I've that brought, is what I, I, I want to do. It. Yeah. I want to keep a sustainable underground music industry in this yeah. country. And I realize, I believe passionately that the the best way of doing that is by having a pinnacle event at the top, like Glade, like Noisley, like Glade, yeah, yeah. with high standards yeah. of music and yeah. production, and that filters down. But 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 Noisley is that, but it is that in its own world, and yeah. it is quite real the yeah. world that Noisley operates in. Whereas you go to other events, not naming any names, and I think that a lot of what goes on at the top there is potentially not real. Yes. In fact, mm. particularly in the electronic music scene, yeah. I, I find as no, me and no, you, as, 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 as Nanoplex has sort of grown as a project, yeah. we've sort of started to touch on the uh, more commercial world, the com- commercial yeah. world, and the, yeah. and, the, and the 
techno scene that yeah. we're very aware of that we yeah. touch on. Yeah. We're very aware of the fact that it's we, all a load of bollocks. It is all a load of bollocks. And, and we're very aware there's of There's a the lot fact of people that, that have bought their way to the top. There's a lot of people that bought their way to the top. And it's very, um, very... Whereas what I, what I feel what's going on with Noisley is, you know, there's a lot of... There, there's obviously a lot of privilege everywhere in the dance music industry because yeah. you know, that, that's, how it, that's how it rolls. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more, more than not real. But, that, but it's really difficult for me, having come from a sporting environment where... You're good at what you do, mm. and the better you get at it, eventually you're the good rise to the top. That's how it works. Yeah, it does. So, but in a dance music scene, that is also true. Yeah. But there's an element of bollocks as well. <laughs> <laughs> Big element of bollocks. But it, it's a it's a dark industry. The dark music industry. It is. It, there's a lot of backstabbing. There's a lot of ladder climbing. I do sometimes of, wonder what I'm doing in it. I know it's not but, really. But it's reason, not really that suited well, to the me. Reason, the reason I'm in it, I'm is fucking leaving. <laughs> you are. <laughs> the reason, no, no, no. In all seriousness, no. The reason why I'm in it is because I love the music. I love music, and and that's what drives me every single day. When I'm writing music, you know, we're in the studio today. It was great. We're remixing Grouch, one of my heroes, mm. one of our heroes. Yeah. Because we've worked our way up to this position, and we love it. Yeah, that's why we're still doing it. And you deal with the bollocks. It's like every other job. But but I think when you start getting into it, I remember when I was reading Mix Mag when I was younger, when I was a, when I was a kid. All you get presented with is like this glitzy kind of yeah lifestyle blah. It's I think amazing. I first read that in 2012. No, I first read it in like 1996. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't think I'd read a dance music magazine until I worked for Glade. Yeah, in 2012, <laughs> and, and someone forced me into doing it. Oh. <laughs> Well, there you go. Let's talk about trance music. Higher tempo. So you, you, I love trance music. You love trance music, but I'm not making any. No, ever. What do you like? What what kind of trance music do you like? Because uh, because you you're involved with a festival that's very well associated. No, I know, with, and I book yeah. for yeah trance what, stages. What do you like? Uh, what am I into at the moment? Actually, yeah, come on, yeah, trance. Well, it depends what you call trance, really. Mm. It yeah. depends what gets you in a trance. But mm. I really like a lot of the. Uh, the sort of yeah, I suppose Zen and record stuff. Does it have to be fast? No, no, that isn't what I think. No. Our music, no, gets you in a trance. Yeah, I, if you if you're talking about the best trance acts out there for me, yeah. I'm talking about Matador, yeah, uh, Extravelt, yeah, um, really deep groovy psychedelic songkite, yeah, Minolog, yeah, that's trance, yeah, uh, for me. Uh, every man to himself, really, yeah, you know yeah. what I find trancey is very slow, minimal, and psychedelic, yeah. I like space in my music. I don't like 150 BPM music filled up with sound. It doesn't yeah. make me feel psychedelic. No. I don't enjoy it when I'm in that world and I don't, it's not going to change. No. So I find uh, the uh, reason that I've ended up in a music project with you writing yeah. music at the BPMs that we write it at is because I find that BPM psychedelic and it inspires me. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, the whole... I, I love the groove, brother. <laughs> the groove, brother. I love the groove, brother. Yeah, because you're growing, your afro is growing. Yeah, right? brother. Yeah, exactly, mine is trying to. Brother. Uh, but I, I, I think... Love. We, we spoke, love. We spoke about love. this. Uh, do, you, do, do you remember, though? I think this was when we love. got back from coming up with the name Nanoplex. Um, we... You went to both, bed. No, I didn't go to bed. No, you didn't the night before, no. No, I didn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did the night before, not the night before that. Um, we both went on Beatport and we were like, there's no music around that, 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 that we want to play. There's nothing we wanted to play. No, I hate it. But we both said, 
Let's write some stuff. I tell you what it we was. Want to play. We were back 2012. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd sort of gone through. You'd gone on Beatport and you tried to find some music. Well, I think I just played yeah. like, I, that, that Glade. I just played a, a, you know, a psychedelic techno set on the, yeah. on the on the Origin stage. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, as far as in what I do, quite a pinnacle set. And I was struggling. Yeah. A lot of the music was slightly old, you know, yeah. and I wasn't really, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, what, yeah, what what are you gonna do? You know, what? How can you how can you how can you drive forward something if you haven't got any material? But, no, uh, yeah. Exactly. But, anyway. but but I think we wanted to write something that that wasn't there, and we filled a gap with of music that we wanted. <laughs> Reading your little notes, and Mark. I didn't even make them. <laughs> I will take over. Yeah, so um, Psytrance, there's some good stuff though. No, I like it. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm really no, 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 I mean, look at stuff like Aardvark, Nige. Yeah, really, doing. really good. Some really English sounding Psytrance. There's an English sound, isn't there, Psytrance? No, mate, like, I'm really... Scorb? Yeah, you, Scorb, really love anything yeah. that comes out of AD Scorb. Um, yeah. Wild these guys. No, he's very... Yeah. I, I, various production projects like uh, Fibian... Yeah, Spitty doing that Squid Ink with Devin Species. Yeah, Squid Ink stuff. His, his own Scorb album's going to be yeah. out soon. Really good. Yeah, um, I'm really into Nigel's stuff. Really yeah. good. If you've heard some of his new, he's got a mix up online at the moment. Yeah, killer. Yeah, he's a real yeah. like. He's someone that we have back at Noisy every year, and we're like quite connected with through Shiva Valley. Shiva, and, Shiva uh, Valley, yeah. Which incidentally, we're going to go back and do next spring. Yeah, they sort of what, what? Yeah, I, yeah. There's me. Pit- yeah. That's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about us. Yeah, what we got coming up. So, obviously, Rainbow Serpent's there. We're playing Planet Zog week before Rainbow yeah. Serpent, which would be good. You've, yeah, Mark's played Planet Zog. Yeah, yeah? Awesome. good. Up in Sheffield. Um, never been to Sheffield. No, I've never been to Sheffield. Um, we might be going to France. Might be going to France that weekend as well. Uh, uh, which is, which is, we hopefully. So hopefully. we did numerous dates in um, in Australia. Australia. We haven't got. It's not all locked. It's down. not all locked down yet. So yeah, there are probably some. Dates free if anyone wants to. Yeah, but there are some. We're looking at looking looking a couple of weekends filled up. And then we're back. We've got a French. No, I'm not coming back. You're not coming back. You're off to Panama on your little job. No, no, India. Oh, you're going to India, then Panama. We're going to do Noisley and Goa yeah. uh, at the end of February. Yeah, and then you're doing Fantastic. Panama. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to Panama, the other festival yeah. I'm working for now. Yeah. Um, really amazing event in yeah. uh, the middle, in Central America. Yeah. Uh, it's run by an English. Team, I yeah. yeah, English and Spanish team, yeah, uh, and yeah, various people from actually all over the globe. Um, I'm really, I'm really proud of that event for the way that it really brings people together from all over. Yeah. The globe. it's a real international event. So and, that, uh, that's that's more than just an event, though, isn't it? That, that's yeah, kind of right. It's about you know, it's about bringing together the the tribes from Central and Southern America. Yeah, um, and they have like a two week event where they yeah. share. Um, what, what, you know, share, share the, their way of life uh, and the and the different so the peop- the, traditions the actual, the, that they have. The, the, the natives there, the natives, their, yeah. basically the guys who run the festival, fly these guys in. Yeah, they all come together and they basically yeah. hang out. Yeah, for two weeks, and all the people from Western Europe and yeah. all over the world all come together. Yeah, and it's like a big gathering from all yeah. over the world, and it's cool. really interesting. I find it quite. I mean, cool. we just had a question actually, which is, what do you find so great about South America? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I can yeah. see see you twitching there a little bit, like is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't even like this stuff. <laughs> South Americans. 
How what do I like about things- that? I, I like a good month there every spring <laughs> <laughs> um, for various reasons. But you've um, but you've you've been to Mexico. I have, and you've been to a Panama. lot of these places recently. But we, we've not <laughs> we we I mean we you've not been over to Brazil yet. But, oh, no, but, but I we think will. the sound in Brazil is perfect. Yeah, we'll love it. I'll, yeah. We're going. Yeah. It would be good. Yeah. It'd be Action. very good. Yeah. It'd be very Because Brazil seems like where, it, where it's going to... Yeah. Uh, we haven't been there either. We've not been to Israel yet. But we will do. We would love to go to Israel. Yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, South America. Where's, your, where's yeah. your favourite place in South America? Though? I've not travelled a lot of it. You went to Colombia, though. Yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really recommend going there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. still not been. I'd love to go down there. Struggle yeah. if you don't need to know Spanish, but, you know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It, but uh, I really I really love heading over to that area of the world in spring yeah. every year, and uh, it's a long way to continue. Yeah. And where, where do you think, like, because you know, coming back to progressive techno stuff, so, you know, we've sort of agreed that England, the scene is a bit... The, potato. A bit potato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit potato. In the rest of the world, if you're thinking, where, like, where you, if where, you're thinking where, where, pineapple, like spot, no, if you're thinking pineapple, pineapple is good. Yeah, England's a bit potato. At the so moment. where is pineapple for prog techno? Argentina, prog house maybe. No, I, I think talking, I, I think I think they'll get our I, thing. I, I was eventually. chatting. I was. I had a ch- chat with um, Nick Warren about this, and he said Argentina is really going off for prog house. But we are that kind of. We're a bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russia, take me to Russia. Oh. He won't take me there. <laughs> he won't take me to Russia. You're too loud for Russia. Apparently, I'll upset the Russians. You might. And we may never come back. You might never come back. No, I'm fine. No. Well, what, what remains to be seen. Come if on. any Russian promoter would like to get both of us over, then yeah. we, we can go over and we can see. It'd be, and we'll it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be an adventure. <laughs> I, I, can, I can prove Russians will like me. So, so apart, I mean, uh, next year as well, apart from that, we've, we've definitely got, there's a, there's a, there's a, Festival in France lined up near yeah, Switzerland. I can't remember the name of it. No, but it's going to be good. Circus. Cir- yes, like circus kind of thing. And it looks really good. Um, there's circus. There's, there's, um, there's the, the festival that cannot be named, but that might what be announced on Monday that you're involved oh. with. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're playing at that one. Yeah. yeah we're not playing at Noisley next year. But we might be. Yeah, but we might be. We might be. Yeah. Not, it's not being announced on Monday. So. And there's another one in that might not happen, but might. <laughs> what? Hello, Chris announcing me playing. So I think what we what, uh, what we can con- con- conclude from that is there's not a lot confirmed at the moment. Well, there is a lot confirmed, but we can't really announce anything. I'm only yet. releasing a minimal amount. A minimal amount. <laughs> <laughs> we just had your release. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, and um, okay. So uh, from there, I don't quite know. We can't. Really, a lot of the festivals we're playing at next summer, we can't. Really we can't rele- announce. We can't no, announce them yet. But, but there's some good stuff coming up. Yeah. There's some Breathe, really good breathing. AP wise, hopefully you'll be breathing. If you're not, <laughs> you're doing your own. <laughs> you're mate. doing my own. <laughs> Should we talk about sport? Because we had a question. Oh, really? Do you, do you want to talk about sport? Yeah, go on. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, when will we win an ACA? When will we win an ACA? The question was, which sport do you employ? Okay, this isn't playing. This is watching. So which sport do you enjoy watching the most? Well, cricket. You enjoy watching it? And playing it. And playing it. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about cricket? Because we also had a question from the last interview, which is, why is your da- name not DJ Cricket Chris? 
Oh, by Matt Reese. Yeah, He's the Matt. only person that calls me it. Cricket Chris. Uh, it's a good question, but um, what is my... I love I love cricket. Yeah. It's something... It's, it's, there's something about it that uh, just makes you... How long have you been playing cricket for? 25 years. Wow. Yeah, this That's year. longer than I've been DJing. Yeah, 25 yeah. years. Uh, no, it's great. I yeah. love it. I don't know. It's the... It's the uh, What's he called when something's the opposite to the opposite of what you're doing? The, an- the, the antithesis. The antithesis yeah. of what I do yeah. on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis. Yeah. yeah, That's why I love it. Yeah. But, uh, but before you were doing... You were doing cricket before you were doing dance music, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's always cricket, been there. It's always been there. It's, yeah. the, it's the stability in life. Right, okay. So I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. And, and how far did you get in cricket? Yeah, it's inter- yeah. What, what can I say? How far? Did, well, yeah. Well, basically, yeah. I got up. Yeah, I got up to sort of Kent League standard pro to, level. Uh, just below pro level. Yeah. So going, I uh, trained with Kent. But how close is that to pro level though? Semi badass. Semi badass. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. How 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 Semi-ni- close? How close to you as being a cricket ninja are you? Uh, well, yeah. I got to. I trained with Kent, who are a pro yeah. side. Uh, we, 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 I mean, we were talking about the yips earlier. Yeah, that was kind of like led, oh, led me yeah. into doing what I'm doing now, really. So did, because I didn't know you got the yips. I know that one of our friends got the yips. Yeah, yeah. No, I got the yips quite badly in about 2004. Yeah. What is what is the yips? The yips is where you lose the ability to release a ball. Uh, From or, your hand? Yeah. Because you're not a batter, you're a bowler. Yeah, predominantly. I, I don't know that much about cricket. Yeah, I only learn about it from... Predominantly. You know, yeah. And anyway, yes... I couldn't. I, I completely. My, you, you just one day your brain just goes bump. You don't even know why yeah. it's happened, and you can't yeah. release it anymore. So okay. you've, you've been playing for ten years. You can land the ball on a sixpence, ten, yeah, twenty-two yards away. Yeah, you can't do it anymore. And it happens quite regularly. No, right, but it happens. Happens. Uh, yeah, and no rhyme or reason behind it. I know quite a few people it's happened to. Right. One day you're great. Next day you might as well never have yeah, played. It kills the game. people's careers completely. Yeah. Is it something that happens to all sportsmen, or is it just a is it a Darts cricket players, golf players, hand? Is it a hand thing or like it's a, a motor skills? Right, okay. You lose but you lose the motor skills, and it's not to do with injury. No, well, possibly. It's hard to say. Right. Uh, it, yeah, it's just hard to say what yeah. it's caused it, yeah. but there was nothing obvious. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it must be a, a, a psychosomatic thing, and very annoying if you if you yeah. suffer from it. Yeah. But you're still playing cricket. Yeah, I still play for Gravesend, who are the side that I sort of grew up playing for. And how for. are you doing for Gravesend? I only play Wednesdays at the moment, which right. is good. No, it's good. Well, it doesn't interfere with your weekends then, does it? We can't. No, that's good. This is a lot of them these days. Yeah. 52 of them. Biggies. No, like 52 yeah. weekends a year. What do you reckon your best weekend was last, this year, this summer? Mm. What do you think the best gig we've played was this summer? I mean, I, I think I know, but... Chrysalid. Yeah... Best one. Yeah. We haven't spoken about Chrysalid yet, but actually, yeah. That was the best gig. So Chrysalid is, um, Chrysalid's a sort of very underground party. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's on a private estate. You've, est- you've got to be in it to win it. Yeah. You, it's yeah. A pri- in a private estate. We, we played Sunday afternoon after a day, after a night, a day. Seven, 800 people. A day, night, then a day of Psytrance. And we were yeah. the first non- non-Psytrance Pretty and that much. was probably the best Nanoplex set we've played all year. Yeah. It all came together. We went quite proggy. We didn't really focus no, on the great. techno it was stuff. After the, um, after the, the-, the stage was on a slope like this. So when we were playing, everything was falling down, including my mind. Yeah. And um, 
but it was great. I remember, I remember that gig. Just we were looking at each other, going, "This is going really well," and it was really good. Everyone's booging into it. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, it's, it's one of beautiful location that in a, in a nice little. It's my home theater. gig. Yeah, it's the home I'll gig. Go, I'll, I'll be back every year for that one. Yeah, it is the one. It is the one. So Chris Lid, look out for it. Definitely. Is there anything else? No, you I, think like that's, I think we're looking Chris? good. I think we're looking good. We pretty much covered everything, haven't I we? Think we, we, have. we spoke about before. Nothing else. Unless Mark's got anything. Mark's scribbling down some little notes here. Some questions, maybe? No? No, we're good. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we'll call it a day. Yeah. Okay, so um, it just pretty much leaves me to say thank you, Chris. No worries. No worries. No whackers. <laughs> no, no, no worries, cobbers. No whackers. No worries, cobbers. See you in Australia in six weeks' time. Yeah, we're going to say thanks. Yeah, we're going to say thank you to everyone. Ev- well, I think we should say thank you to everybody God. who's. <laughs> God. I, I'd like to say thank, thank you to everyone who's tuned in live. Um, it's I been, it's, say, been, it's been a little bit chaotic. I want to. I want to say thank you to the winning sperm that produced me. <laughs> what, a <laughs> what a guy! What a guy that was. He swam better than all the rest. <laughs> that little swimmer. That little <laughs> swimmer. swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. He, was he was a strong motherfucker. Christopher William Williams. Yeah, that was. Yeah. He had two heads. <laughs> two heads. <laughs> produced a one-headed Christopher. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Right, thanks to the sperm that produced Chris. Thanks to the sperm that produced me. Um, <laughs> thank you to everyone who's like tuned in to watch us, listen to us live. Yeah. Um, we've got um, some new music coming up soon. So, Nanoplex, we've got our Trip Switch remix coming up in a yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It is great. Um, thanks to Nick for giving us the opportunity to do that. It's coming up on our boga. Uh, we've got a new EP coming up on our boga. In between breathing. And, uh, yes. And lowering the tone, I've got a whole bunch of new stuff. So we've got mine and Mark's tune coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, we've got an EP by Eddie Santini coming up in a couple of weeks. He's a new artist to us. New artist to us. And, um, not a new artist, not a new artist but a new artist to us. And he's, um, his, his new release is awesome. A couple of great new tracks. This is going to be up on loweringthetone.london. Um, you can subscribe there to the podcast. Um, come check us out on the Facebook group um, and that's pretty much it it leaves me to say thank you very much to Mark for letting us do this in his living room yeah it's been a lot of fun we've had a few technical hitches but we got there in the end thank you to Chris thank you thank you thank you thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you everyone who's tuned in au revoir
I'd sit in the bath with a, a large cold sponge on my head, wondering how I could be trying to mind the gooseberry competition. Just, 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 just